The Boys of Fall by Scott Leopold Chapter 3 Lake Travis It was the middle of the afternoon and kids were still showing up for practice while others were on the field throwing and catching. The ones who weren't serious were on the sidelines either fixing their helmets or horsing around with their friends, but they all knew that football was a serious thing in Texas, at least to their parents. These kids were an extension of their mothers and fathers. When they were successful, their parents were successful. When they struggled, their parents struggled. Private lessons and personal trainers get rich on this desire. But in high school, it all changes. Money alone isn't enough to make a kid into a varsity player. It must come from within the kid. That's what parents often refuse to accept at the expense of their kid's mental health. This team of boys were too young yet to understand all the complexities that come with football, but they were about to find out. This was Lake Travis, and this team had the best practice uniforms, equipment, and instructors money could buy. Their parents spared no expense to give them the best. The word Cavaliers was hand-stitched on the front of their bright red jerseys like a badge of honor and their blank pants showed the letters LT for Lake Travis. It was no coincidence that the high school had, an ex had the exact same uniform. These young men were playing for a well-organized football system, which fed into the middle school football program that got fed into the high school football program. This community was building a dynasty. This system led Lake Travis to five consecutive state championships 1-6-A championship. In fact, Lake Travis is the only high school in Texas history to win five state championships back to back. They are a powerhouse in Texas football and people move from all over the country in hopes that their son will make the team. Troy and Connor watched as one of the moms walked her son to the practice field. Damn, dude, look at that ass on her, Troy murmured. Connor looked at Troy and shook his head and laughed. You never cease to amaze me, Troy. Dude, I heard she's going through a divorce and that she's looking for a sugar daddy. You need to go talk to her. Nah, that's too close to home, jerky. Yeah, it's not good to shit where you eat, Troy replied. I prefer to say don't eat where you get your bread, Connor said. So what about Sarah over in Westlake? You eating that bread? Troy slapped Connor on the ass. We're just talking, dickhead. Dude, I heard her husband filed for divorce. So you should be tapping that ass right now. Now I'll be tapping that ass soon enough. But right now, we're just talking. I'm divorced and she's getting a divorce. We have that in common. Really? That's all? Troy questioned. Hey, I'm not trying to rock the boat. My ex lets me take Giacomo whenever I want, and I don't want to mess that up. So I'm just trying to keep things nice between us. Yeah, Troy nodded. Dude, I completely understand, but I'd still be tapping that ass. You crack me up, jerky nuts, Connor said with a huge grin. Then he nodded his head. It's time. Putting the whistle to his lips, Connor blasted one warning. Bring it in, he yelled. The team formed a circle around Connor. 
Giacomo was front and center where he was every day, every practice. Connor stared at every single kid in the circle as they all joined hands. If you're scared, just say you're scared, Connor shouted as loud as he could, the veins in his neck bulging out like tree roots. The team yelled back, I ain't scared. If you're scared, just say you're scared, Connor repeated. We ain't scared, the team yelled. Connor then reached down deep. If you're scared, just say you're scared. We ain't never scared, echo across the field, giving Connor chills. Break it down, Connor yelled. The team started, Cavs, break it down, Cavs, break it down, Cavs. Then Connor yelled, LT on three, one, two, three, LT, the team yelled. Then they took their positions on the field with the X. Lake Travis High School players who were helping coach the team. Most of the parents thought Connor was one of those dads who was living vicariously through his son, and they were right. Connor had a true love for football and his community, but Connor was determined to make his son a player, not just a high school player, a college player. Connor had dreams of his son playing for the University of Texas. So Connor was tough on Giacomo and some of the parents found it a bit unbearable. But if anyone was gonna get their kid into, a U, into the UT football team, it was Connor. Connor was an attorney, a pit bull in and out of the court. His stocky build, chiseled face, and big head even resembled the animal. Because of Connor's position, he was very well connected to the community and a very big supporter of the Lake Travis High School football program. It was even rumored that he slipped the underpaid high school coaches a little money from time to time. Although Connor was well liked, he had his fair share of enemies, especially the dads he crossed when he decided to start a competing football league. When Connor found out the youth football league that serviced the area was out of sync with the high school, he tried to fix it. But the group of old timers running the league blew him off. So Connor decided to restore the once glorious Lake Travis Pop Warner program. Connor used his political power to split off from the current football league and create an independent Pop Warner league. Connor was able to fill two very strong teams at first, and he was he even got the Lake Travis high school players to coach them, who ran the exact same offense and defense as the high school. This appealed to many of the parents who hold their kids from the competing league. Law three, conceal your intentions. Connor's dream was to see his son become the next big quarterback to play Lake Travis and then the University of Texas. He knew that to do this, he would have to be very careful not to disclose his true intentions because doing so would be telling his enemies where to attack. So Connor created a team that he secretly controlled and manipulated. As far as the parents knew, the ex-high school players picked the positions and Giacomo was always the backup quarterback by design. Law 31, control the options. Get others to play the cards you deal. At backup, Giacomo could practice the play without people complaining about daddy ball. It also allowed Connor to build Giacomo's confidence by playing him in the most successful scenarios. Connor's plan included getting his son 
greatest competition to play starting back on his team. This way, he controlled the success and failure of his enemy. His plan was to crush his confidence subtly without anyone even knowing, and that's exactly what he did. This is how Connor's season would start, but life was unpredictable, and so is football.